Good morning. Good worship. Thank you, team, for leading us and helping us worship together this morning. Um, we are putting pause, pushing, push, pushing pause on our uh, series that we've been doing in Exodus for the next little stretch, and we'll get back to it in the fall. Uh, and so we have a number of different things we're doing in this next stretch, but today is a special service, of course, as we've said at the beginning. Uh, and to start with, I'd like to tell you a little story. Uh, and this was a story um, of my 39th birthday. Katrina, my wife, who was in the first service, uh, she um, planned my 39th birthday. And this was just a couple years ago or so. Okay, it was a little farther back because we had to have a babysitter for our kids. And so she planned the babysitter, and I believe we went out for supper together. And then she had a scavenger hunt planned where we had to drive around and get some things. And so as we drove, one of the, well, there was a couple places I think we went to, and then we had to go to the house, uh, was the, this next spot where we had to go to the house and get some things. And I pulled into the parking lot, flung open the door, left the car running, ran into the front door, opened it up, and the living room was full of people celebrating and, and yelling, happy 40th birthday. Did you get that? It was my 39th birthday, and they were all there celebrating my 40th. And I slammed the door, and I didn't know what to do because um, they startled me. But we did go in, and we did celebrate together. I know everything was in, it was 40. It was 40 birthday cake, whatever. Everything was uh, celebrating my 40th, and I, I had to try to convince them it wasn't my 40th. I think I had to pull out my birth certificate to prove it. And, uh, and I have been trying to regain that year back in my life for the last couple of years. We love to celebrate, don't we? We love to celebrate. Uh, and it's all through Scripture. There's lots of celebrations in the Bible. Um, you know, social media gets a bad rap for a lot of things that goes on on social media these days. But one of the things that social media does really good at that I love about social media is the celebrations that we get to enjoy. People celebrating their birthday or their anniversary. Uh, we had, uh, I saw some pictures of, of people, uh, of our graduates, our grade 12 grads, gradding this, this last stretch. There's lots of different milestones and celebrations that we post up and we celebrate and we are able to uh, join in, post congratulations or we get excited with people, whatever. We can post in and, and be a part of that celebration. That is kind of cool. We are here celebrating today all those who have served over this last ministry year. And it's been a crazy year, hasn't it? And, uh, but we still have had a great team of gifted people in so many areas serving in the church this past year. As was mentioned at the beginning, uh, at the front of the service, we want to celebrate you and get uh, excited about a new ministry year that's ahead of us. Celebrate the past, but look to the future, right? We've been thinking and praying about this service for a little while, and uh, we have our staff meetings Monday morning. And as we were gathered in the, in the gym around tables, uh, leaning into what this service could look like and what we are thinking uh, about it, Pastor Aaron shared uh, a cool story 
a story of an experience he had when he went sailing a number of years ago. And so instead of me reiterating that story, we have Pastor Aaron on video, and so we're going to watch this short video. Let's watch. It was November 2005. It was also Grey Cup weekend. And when most people were headed inside to watch the Edmonton Eskimos play the Montreal Alouettes, myself and nine or ten other men headed to Vancouver for a weekend away where we would learn how to sail and spend time together. We arrived to downtown Vancouver Friday around noon, and it was there that we met a ragtag crew of people that would form the team that would work together to sail that weekend. We split the groups in half, and my team consisted of myself and my brother-in-law, a master sailing instructor by the name of Pat, and three other, well, I'll call them hooligans, guys we had never met before, but turned out to be some of the funniest people we had ever met. We were the crew, and we would be together for the weekend to go on an adventure. The plan was this. We were going to leave from Granville Island, sail over to Gabriola Island, and spend the night. And then the next day, Saturday morning, get up and go on a race. We'd leave Silva Bay on Gabriola Island, sail up around Entrance Island, and then back. A race where we would uh, work together to win the coveted prize, a pot of seafood chowder that later that day we would enjoy together as a crew and we could uh, gather around to celebrate our victory. We left just after lunch. And as we left, we started to learn the different jobs that we would have as we uh, began to form together as a team or as a crew. One person would learn how to navigate and, and read the maps. Another person under the tutelage of Pat would steer the ship. The rest of us would pull on the ropes and adjust the sails, getting everything just right so that boat would move forward and we could work towards our goal. As we sailed across uh, the Strait of Georgia, now called the Salish Sea, we learned that this wasn't an easy job. Steering and driving and operating a sailboat is tricky business. But slowly we started to learn uh, the job. We started to do our tasks and as we did, the wind would fill our sails and the boat would power forward. The next morning we got up and with the other boat uh, that we were racing against next to us, uh, the, the, the horn went off and we began the race. As we uh, began, we limped across the start line and we fumbled with the sails trying to figure out how to get this ship to go. And it was a challenge. We could feel the tension. We could feel uh, the anxiety start to build as we really wanted to win this race, but we started to lag further and further behind. And then all of a sudden we came together as a team. Friends, I'm going to tell you that there's nothing like it in life. The power of the wind, the unity of the team, all working together, each person doing their job. And that boat started to roar. We set off from Silva Bay and we headed up the east side of Gabriola Island. And as we came around Entrance Bay, the wind really started to pick up. If you know anything about sailing, you know that because of the, the power of the wind and then the weight of the keel, that boat will tip over or keel over to a certain angle. And you have to adjust the crew to be able to, to work with the winds. And this is exactly what we did. As much as we fumbled in the beginning, we found our stride on the back half of that, of that race. And off we went. Just around the northern tip of Entrance Island, we passed the other boat and then we went off like a shotgun back towards Silva Bay. When we finally came across 
of the finish line. All of us, except for the person driving the boat, sat on the top rail of that boat and we cheered in victory and we had won the race. That night, as we ate the seafood chowder, the, the taste of the clams and the scallops and the shrimp and whatever else was involved in that, in that concoction was so sweet on our lips. We hadn't been together before uh, the day before, but now we were a crew. We were a team that forever had won that race and had accomplished what we'd set out to do. It was an amazing day. We were a crew and in a short time, we had accomplished something awesome. What a great story uh, of a crew working together to accomplish something. Not only did they get over the finish line, but they even won and got the prize. Everyone working together. And I've never sailed before, and I don't know if you have, but I do know that there is a lot to do in sailing. Working together and, like Aaron said, pulling the ropes and doing the right thing to, to accomplish it. Well, it takes a crew to serve around here at UDAC as well. And we have a great crew here at UDAC. It accomplishes all that God has set out for us. And we call you, we call us the UDAC crew. And we are here to celebrate you today for this past ministry year. And this morning, as you came in, there were some people that greeted you that were serving out front there. Uh, in the first service, we had our kids' own team that was serving in our kids' own area. We have those that are uh, served up front here. You saw our worship team. There are those that were uh, in our first service. We have our online team that's uh, putting the service out on, onto our uh, online platform. And they are up in the team, the web, or up in the booth up there, uh, a little crew there. We have this morning up there at our sound booth. There's always people serving in different places. Uh, and it's cool, it's awesome. A good celebration has decorations, always good decorations. Pastor Steph was blowing up balloons this morning. I'm going, yay, we always need balloons for a celebration. And you can see them here this morning uh, around us, both as you entered and on the stage here this morning. And, and these are for you, those of you who have served in this past ministry year, to say thank you for all that you've done. There are so many scriptures that we could have uh, gone to this morning to encourage us and to celebrate uh, this morning, but one of the verse, one verse that really stuck out to me as I was thinking and praying into this service was from 1 Peter chapter 4, and it's verse 10. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to 1 Peter 4. Uh, we'll have it on the screen behind me as well, but 1 Peter 4, chapter 10. And that 1 Peter 4, the heading of that chapter uh, says, living for God, living for God. And Peter talks about suffering for Jesus, uh, separating ourselves from our old sinful self and doing the will of God. He talks about being earnest and disciplined in our prayers and deeply loving one another. Deeply loving one another. And then verse 10. Then verse 10. Let me read. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation, so it might be slightly different, but here it is. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well 
to serve one another. So this morning, allow me to slowly go through this simple little verse and maybe amplify, if you will, a few of the words, the key words in this passage for us to help us to really hear what God is wanting us to hear and see in this passage. And so the first word in this passage is the first word, God. God has given. Not I've learned or I have this great ability or natural talent or I have this knack for this or that. This is God has given. This is the same God that uh, created the universe. The same God that if you look to the west and you see the mountain range, he's the one that said, mountains come up. He did that. He created the universe, the stars, the galaxies out in the universe, all of them. He just said, so be it. He did all of that. This is the God that we're talking about this morning that says, God has given to who? To each of us. God has given to each of us, everyone. So it's important to note that God has not just selected a few special people to hand out these special gifts to. It is to everyone. The Creator God has given to you, you and I. He has given a gift to you and me from His great variety of spiritual gifts. These gifts are from Him and from His storehouse of treasures. There is a huge variety in these gifts that God has given out to us. He hasn't just given the same gift to all of us. He's, he's creative, and he's given different gifts, a variety of gifts to us all. And then he says, use them. Use them. Don't hide them or minimize them. He says, use them well to serve one another. We are not only to use them, but to use them well to serve one another. And in this consumeristic society and culture we live in, we can get pretty, mm, ah, this is all for me and, and, and for my little family or whatever it is, and we can get really focused, inward focused on ourselves, on what we want and what we want to do. This verse is talking about these gifts are to be used to serve one another. That's pretty awesome. So I want to read this little verse again, and we're going to ask God to remind us, to remind each of us of what gifts and abilities and talents he's giving us, he's given to us. And so I want to pause and I want to pray. And we're going to ask God to shine his light on this verse and open our ears, open our eyes to hear what he has to say for us this morning. So would you pause with me and let's pray. God, we pause for a moment and we thank you for your word that gives us, that you've given to us. God, I pray that you would shine your light down on this verse as we read it 
again. And as we amplify some of the words, as we hear some of the things, God illuminate our minds and our ears to hear what you have for us this morning. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to read this verse really slowly again. And this is a a tool, if you will, to read Scripture from time to time. You can take one verse and you can do this exact same thing for yourself. And it will help you see maybe a word or two that maybe you would just read over really quickly. So however you want to do this, you can meditate on it as I read this verse that's on the screen or on your Bible that you have, or you can just close your eyes and just listen for what God is going to say to you this morning. So let's start. God. God has given each of you God has given each of you a gift. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them. Use them. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. One more time. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Now I would like to just pause and pray again. Pray this prayer over us in a sense. Let's pray together. God, you have given to each of us a gift from your great variety of spiritual gifts. And we want to say thank you. Thank you. God, we ask that you would help us to use these gifts, that you would illuminate our minds and our hearts and ears to see what it is, to use these gifts well, that we would honor you as we serve one another this morning. In Jesus' name. So what is it? that God is saying to you today? What popped off the page as you listened and read that scripture this morning? What gifts has God given you? What abilities? How are you wired? How has God created you? He given you. Today we are celebrating those who have served faithfully 
over this past year. And it's been a crazy year, like we've said, and you know that. And I know some were not able to serve in the same way that we've served in the past because of this pandemic and the things that have happened. And, but this service is not about making anyone feel guilty for what they did or didn't do. That's not what this is about. However, we do want to say thank you to those that have served. We know of so many that have been up front, right? You've seen some here this morning throughout this past, whatever, 18 months, different people serving in lots of different ways up front or online. But there's so many that have served uh, behind the scenes that most of us never see or hardly ever see. And that is huge. Whether you've been a faithful prayer warrior, this church needs our prayer warriors. We can't do this on our own. We need a team of people praying in and through this church. Every day, we need people praying. There's people serving in so many different places around the church, again, that we don't see, both outside the four walls of this church. Like even this last Friday, we had a team serving at the, at the soup kitchen. It's awesome. The team, uh, UDAC team, the crew that we have here in this place. What you have been doing, Team UDAC, through UDAC, sorry, and what we will do for Jesus and in Jesus' name is so important. It is so important. And today we want to say thank you, UDAC crew. Thank you, UDAC crew, for all that you've done in this past year. And just like Pastor Aaron's story said, it, it takes a whole crew to do all that God has entrusted and instructed us to do, both past tense and future tense. We celebrate this past year with those who've served, but we also look ahead to see what God has in store for us in this coming ministry year that's ahead of us. We know that God was not bound or isolated during this pandemic, right? He hasn't been isolated somewhere on pause. He's not coming out as we are kind of coming out these days of, of these lockdowns. He's been working and is working. And that's awesome. And if you are one that is uncertain about what God has entrusted to you in terms of these gifts, we would love to help you with that. And there are ways to discover your gifts, to find out how God's wired you and gifted you, how to get on this UDAC crew, as we would say, because we want a big crew as we head into this next ministry year. There are places and spaces to serve for all of us. The first thing we can do, the most important thing, is to pray. Lean into it. Pray into this. God, where are you at? Take this verse and meditate on it over and over. Find those other places of Scripture that talk about gifting. Pray in and ask God, what is it that you have and would want me to be a part of? Talk with some of our church leaders. Pastor Scott's here. Uh, the rest of us, Aaron's here, Steph. Justine, Salo, myself, we're all here. There's other leaders, people that you can have a conversation. Start the conversation. Start that conversation. Talk about it. Find out what's, what's available around here. Another cool tool that we have, and it's on our website, it's the Spiritual Gifts Inventory. And it's just a tool. There's nothing special about it, except that it is a great tool to maybe help us understand the way God's gifted us and wired us. 
And so on our website, under the resource tab, um, there is the spiritual gifts inventory. And it's just a bunch of questions and how you do it, and all the information's there. Once it's filled out, bring it in, and have one of us church leaders sit down and have a conversation about it. It's a great tool. And then the fourth thing, also super important, then do something. Then do something. This verse is about doing. It's about doing. Do something. Don't just stop. Don't sit on your hands. Don't throw your hands up in the air. Well, I don't know what it is. I, I don't get it. I'm... Then do something. Start. Try. You never know what it might be when you start trying some things in places. We are the UDAC crew, and we want and need you all to, to, to do all that God has planned for us as a church in this next ministry year. It's a new year coming, and we're excited as we head into a new year. Right now, we're planning and strategizing for the new ministry year. Different from last year, different from even two years ago or pre-pandemic, we know it's a new year that's ahead of us, and we're in that moment right now, prayerfully asking God, what's it going to look like? And where are we going to find people to help us serve and be a part of it? But today, we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you to our UDAC crew that has served so faithfully over this last stretch of time. And uh, as a way of saying thank you, we have a little gift for those who've served over this past ministry year. And this will keep reminding us of why we do what we do. And so before we end this service, and there's some more things coming, we want to watch this video by Pastor Justine. Matthew chapter 4 says this. Matthew chapter 4 says this. As he was walking along the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Follow me, he told them, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately, they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, preparing their nets, and he called them. Immediately, they left the boat and their father, and they followed him. This same call that Jesus presented to his first disciples has also been presented to us. Before Jesus was taken up into heaven, he said to his disciples, go, Make disciples of all nations, baptize them, teach them. In essence, he was saying, serve as I serve, love as I have loved. Listen to me, be intentional, cast your nets out. It is time to fish. As the disciples grasped onto this responsibility in the kingdom mission, they became a part of Jesus's crew. If you partnered with us this last year, to serve, we have a gift for you. We wanna give you a keychain. This keychain stands as a reminder of something bigger that we were all a part of this year. So each time you leave your house, you'll grab your keys, bring them with you, and this little gift will come alongside with you as well. And it reminds you of the words that Jesus spoke and the mission that he gave each of us. So, whether you spent time this year um, discipling our kids' own kids, our youth, or our young adults, if you welcome people into the building as a greeter or an usher, 
who led people into worship as a part of our upfront worship team, but also as a behind the scenes tech or online ministry person. Whether you helped us clean, you fixed things around the building, or you led a small group, you have been a part of the UDAC crew. You have also been a part of God's kingdom crew. It has made a difference and we couldn't have done it without you. So on your way out, make sure to come see us so we can give you one of these little keychain gifts to stand as a reminder, but also to say a heartfelt thank you. God bless you and thank you for serving.